everybody, and welcome to Dishing with Stephanie's Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and I just wanted to check in because we are mid-state fair. I think I'm actually on day eight. We've been out at the state fair every day working on our other podcast, Podcast on a Stick, and it has been super fun. Um, But yesterday was like one of those days where I was just by myself and I got to go and experience some different things. And I started thinking about all of the kitchen gadgets that you can buy at the state fair. I just, I mean, there's the um, salsa cutter where you put every pepper, tomato, onion into the processor and then it's like a quick chop. That one was pretty fun to watch. Um, Also, you can get Cutco knives, of course, which I have actually a lot of Cutco knives. A friend's daughter was selling them when she went to college, and so I bought some. You can buy like pans that you'll only have to use once, and there was also like a whole baking area in the grandstand. It's kind of crazy that the State Fair is like this gigantic restaurant, retail shop, entertainment venue. It's like so brewery, it's so many things just wrapped into one. Um, it's been super fun to be out there every day and I'm just loving it. It has made my other parts of my life though a little challenging because it takes up a significant part of the day to get out there, get set up, get the broadcast ready, do the broadcast, edit the broadcast, and then come back home. And I don't know what it is about the state fair, but you are just, I'm sure it has to do with like that you're eating all those just junky calories, but I get home and I'm just exhausted and I feel like I've ran a marathon pretty much every single day. I'm starting to have like water retention because I'm just eating so many salty, yucky foods. I'm puffy. (laughs) So there's that looking like a hot mess. Um, Besides the state fair, I'm going to get home and here's all the things that I have to do in the next gosh, like eight days, and it's kind of stressing me out. So I get home from the state fair. My final day will be actually on Saturday. I'm going to be broadcasting a couple of pre-recorded episodes because I have to get to Ely. I've got some friends that are going to be up for Labor Day at my cabin. And for those of you that don't know, I have a cabin that is on an island So when the weather starts to turn and it starts to get real cold, you are things like our waters, our water freezes. It's just generally kind of nasty to be up there. So we close the cabin every Labor Day. It's a Memorial Day to Labor Day place and we close it. So I've got to get up there, get like all the food out of there, get everything buttoned down for the season, chairs put away, everything wiped down and the water pipes clear and then I close that part of the cabin down and then we have the other place that we bought across the lake a couple years ago that's more of a full-time it's a one-bedroom so it's small but it's like a more of a full season place so then we go and we bring all of the food from the one cabin over to the other cabin and then that's where the van is so we are leaving for the Wonder Bread van trip I actually, Kurt is leaving about September 3rd. I'm going to Boston for a couple days on a girl's trip, and I am flying from Boston through Minneapolis, but not leaving the airport and going to Grand Forks where he's going to pick me up and we'll start the trip. And I won't be back until October 5th when I sit in my chair on Saturday's weekly dish. So what day that exactly is, I don't know, but that's when I'll be back. So 
I am closing down the state fair. I am getting one house closed for the season, bringing all that stuff over to the other house, having to pick through what we want to keep, what we want to save, then having to outfit the van. And this is where it's getting complicated. And I realize these are like not huge problems in the grand scheme of things, but you know, you worry about what you got to worry about in your life. So I have like literally one night here in Minneapolis to figure out what it is I'm going to need on the trip. I'm heading out to a wedding in California. That's the reason why we're driving to California. So I've got to get my dress, my shoes, all the stuff for the wedding, my gifts. Then I have to bring all of that up to the cabin. Then I have to figure out one house's clothing and all the stuff that's been there for the summer, get all that over to the other house and then sort through all the stuff so that I know exactly what I can bring in the van. And I only have like a little bucket to put it in. Like it's about an eight and a half tall by 20 inch bucket, a bin that can fit my clothes. And I have to pack my backpack because I have to pack a backpack because I won't have room for any travel luggage for Boston. So all of this has to be happening concurrently in a span of about four days. Plus I've got guests. So I'm just like, wow, this is a lot. Oh, and let me add the other part. And this is kind of a part that if you listen to me, you know, this is a big part, the garden. I have to get as much produce out of that garden before it starts to freeze up there. And it'll start to freeze in the next couple of weeks. My tomatoes, I have like 80 beautiful green tomatoes and they are not going to ripen. So what am I going to do with them? Am I going to let the neighbors take them throughout the month of September? Am I going to harvest some of the green ones and try to do something with them? And when I say try to do something with them, it's not like I can have 12, you know, green tomato sandwiches. I can't. I've got literally two days. So it probably means making green tomato salsa or something like that, which I probably will do some of that. I have... I think about eight red ones, according to last track by Kurt, because he's up there. So, okay, I can like have some fresh tomatoes on a salad once, but it's such a bummer. I also have like all these onions. I'm going to be just loaded down in the Wonder Bread van with all this produce that we're on the road. So it's just complicated because I literally have like 30 onions then. Okay, so what am I going to do with the onions? Well, I make a dish that's awesome that's caramelized onions and you literally caramelize them for like 40 minutes. They are deep, deep, deep brown. And then you finish it with a little bit of balsamic vinegar and it makes this buttery, oniony kind of jam. And then you use that in risottos or you can put it on pasta or you can put it on pizza and it's super delicious. So I think what I'm going to do is cut up as many onions as I can and caramelize the crap out of them. I'll probably do it on the grill so I can do multiple pans and then I'll either put them in a mason jar which isn't super practical because a two cup portion is too large for anything you'd make so then I thought well I can just freeze them on sheet pans and have these little delicious mounds of oniony jam balls that I can use throughout the winter so I'll probably do that but again like that's going to take some time like I'm going to need about three hours to get all of that prepped and ready to go so just talking through this with you guys is helping me, but at the same time, giving me heart palpitations. You know how sometimes you just have so many things that you have to do, but it's so overwhelming. You just literally have to put like one step in front of the other. And again, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I've had cancer, so it's not like I'm dying. It's not like any of this stuff. If it all goes to crap, I'm still getting in the van. There'll be enough clothes. I can buy whatever I need along the way and that's fine. 
it's fine. But it is the stuff that keeps you up at night and that you're cycling through in your brain making lists. And to be honest, I'm super excited about this van trip. And I just am going. Like, have you ever left your life for a month? I haven't. I've traveled quite a bit, but the most I've ever been gone is probably like two and a half weeks. And it feels long when you're gone that long. I'm going to be like literally on the road. I have a friend that's going to be staying in our house. So that's a one less worry I have, but it's a long time to be gone for your business associates. It's so weird right now. People are like, okay, so after the state fair, we'll do this. And after the state fair, we'll do that. I'm like, mm, I'm out till October 5th. That's a long time. People look at me like, what? A whole month? You're gone? Yep, gone. And part of that is so liberating and so exciting, and I'm just dying for it. But the other part then is, you know, I'm in a van. It's not like I'm in a, a hole in the middle of the ground. My phone is still going to work. I'll still have internet. I'll still be able to do the things. But I want to dial it back enough so that I can really enjoy the trip and just experience it for what it is and have a good time just on the road. So those are my thoughts as I'm getting ready to head into the Wonder Bread van experience. The garden, we're going to literally pull the onions. We will leave the asparagus there. We will take the lettuce, the carrots, the zucchini. I'll probably just leave all of that, the peppers, because my neighbors will pick through it um, throughout the month of September. And then when we come back in October, we'll get a chance to go up and sort of clean it out, compost it, and get it ready for next year. What a successful season, though. And I think the only thing I would change is I won't leave in September next year because then I'll have the opportunity to actually harvest the tomatoes. I am going to amend the soil over the winter. I'm going to order some different things next year. I had probably the perfect amount of zucchini plants, and I had six. It seemed like a lot at first, but we ate it all up. I'd probably do a little less cucumbers. I also had six cucumber plants. And I've canned 24 jars of pickles. I'm giving pickles away. That's just probably a lot. Um, I would not do broccoli again. Again, it just wasn't for the amount of space it took. The production that I got out of it wasn't awesome. And to be frank, I couldn't really tell the difference in the taste of fresh broccoli. So it wasn't like there was a high reward there. I would do more Roma tomatoes because I freeze dry them. And they make a great sauce. And I'm going to be around next year. But um bump So I would probably do more of those. I would stagger my lettuces. So I had great lettuces in the spring. And they got kind of tired in the summer. And I didn't replant early enough to be able to get much of a harvest from them. So I will stagger lettuces in the future. And really have fresh salads all summer. Which we almost did. I was only a couple weeks shy. Again, I did two batches of radishes. And radishes are a weird thing. Not everybody likes them, but they make a great garnish. They're really good in potato salads, and I make a lot of that in the summer. So I will for sure do the radishes. The basil um, that we grew, I don't know what kind my husband bought. And it's fine, but it's a little woody. So I'm going to try to get a little bit different basil seed next year. I have made a couple rounds of pesto, and I think I will be able to get one more round of pesto out of those basil plants before we head out in the van. And I may just bring that with me, frankly. Pesto is a great thing to have on the road because it can pretty much keep forever, as long as it's covered with oil or frozen. And we have a little teeny tiny freezer, enough for ice cube trays, which is usually how I freeze the basil anyway. I make it, and then I put it in the ice cube trays, and then I pop out the cubes and put them in a freezer bag. 
that's a great way to do lots of things. Actually, as I'm saying this out loud, that's probably a way I could do the caramelized onions is just freeze them in ice cube trays. And then I would have the little caramelized onion cubes, which sounds like a good idea. That may be something that will be more economical and I won't have so many jars. Um, I have a lot of ice cube trays up north because we're always filling up coolers and what have you. So, okay, that's a great idea. See, Stephanie's Dish listeners, you helped me figure that out. Um, So let's see. I think I went through the whole garden of what will happen. And then in October, we'll go, we'll pull everything out. We'll compost what we need to compost. And we will amend the soil and cover it up with that black, terpy-looking stuff that keeps the soil warm and keeps it from germinating weeds. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a problem with weeds this year at all, which is probably really surprising. Um, what the problem I'm having is, is the raspberry bushes, because there's a bunch of wild raspberries nearby. So they just keep poking up their heads and they spread through rhizomes in the ground, or tap roots, I guess maybe it's called. So I'm always pulling those out. But other than that, I haven't had too much trouble with weeds, but I'm still gonna get it covered for the winter. I don't want to have to deal with that. And someone gave me a good tip early on, which is don't bring in compost or excuse me, don't bring in, what is it called? The wood chips, um, ground cover type things. I know there's a name for that, but it's totally escaping me this morning. So I haven't, I have an area where the asparagus is that I've put some wood chips in there, but I haven't brought in any of that. Um, and someone said that a lot of seeds come in on that and that that can be a big source of weeds. So I've been pretty good with the weeds, which that's important. My friends have a garden in Wisconsin and they only get there, you know, once a week, sometimes once every two weeks because it's at their cabin and they spend, you know, one whole day just pulling through the weeds, which would be kind of a bummer. So that is the update as we're getting ready to head out on the Wonder Bread van. If you want to listen to this podcast throughout the trip, I will be doing updates. I'll be talking about some of the foods that I'm cooking on the road. And that's probably something I'm really excited to do. I'm just excited to cook. I've got a two burner stove that's propane that you can cook outside. And then we actually have a two burner stove that is inside the van that is brand new. So hopefully it works, propane stove. Um, It's a cooktop, so there isn't actually a stove. So there'll be no baking of anything, which is fine. But it should be a great adventure. So thanks for listening and I'll check in with you guys next week.